Gentlemen, Colgate Dental Cream presents the Dennis Day Show, written by Frank Galen, with Sharon Douglas, Paula Winslow, Isabel Randolph, Dick Lane, Hans Conried, Charles Dant of the orchestra, yours truly, Vern Smith, and starring our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Twice a day and before every date, use Colgate Dental Cream. To clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Here's Dennis to sing Dear Old Donegal. It seems like only yesterday I left the port of car And on a ship from old Erin's Isle I landed in New York Without a friend to meet me there And a stranger on the shore I wore an honest Irish heart And fortune came galore So here I am going back To dear old Erin's Isle The friends they meet me on the pier And they'll greet me with a smile There are faces there that I'll surely forget For I was so long away But me mother will introduce them all And this to me will say Shake hands with your uncle Mike, me boy. Shake hands with your sister Kate. And here's the girl you used to swing down by the garden gate. Shake hands with all the neighbors and kiss the Collins all. You're as welcome as the flowers of May to dear old Johnny Gall. They'll give a party when I get back and they'll come from near and far. They'll line the road for miles and miles with Irish jaunting cars. The spirits will flow and we'll all be gay and we'll fill our hearts with joy. The piper will play an Irish reel to greet the Yankee boy. They'll come Brannigan, Flanagan, Milligan, Gilligan, Duffy, him a coffee, him a lark, him a horn. Rafferty, Lafferty, Donnelly, Connolly, Julio, Julie, Mulgallahan, Flanahan, Pagano, Hagano, Holahan, Flynn, Shanahan, Lanahan, Hogarty, Bogarty, Kelly, O'Kelly, Shapiro, McGinn. Then I'll shake the hand of me Uncle Mike, the hand of me Sister Kate. Oh, I'll hug and squeeze as much as I please the girl in the garden gate. I'll invite all the neighbors to me wedding great and small. And I'll live content and pay no Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. No other toothpaste does a better job of cleaning your teeth than Colgate Dental Cream. For Colgate Dental Cream has a safe polishing agent that cleans your teeth both gently and thoroughly, brings out their natural sparkle and beauty. And scientific tests prove that Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. Yes, actual scientific tests prove conclusively that in 7 out of 10 cases, Colgate Dental Cream instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. Colgate Dental Cream is famous for its wonderful wake-up flavor, too. Nationwide tests of leading toothpastes prove that Colgate Dental Cream is preferred for flavor over other brands tested. So try Colgate Dental Cream to bring out the natural sparkle and beauty of your teeth for a wake-up flavor you'll thoroughly enjoy. And use Colgate Dental Cream twice a day and before every date to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Well, 
the dawn of a new year hasn't found any appreciable changes at the Anderson Boarding House in Weaverville, where our young hero, Dennis Day, rooms. His salary at Willoughby's Drugstore is the same as it was in 1946, $8 a week. His room rent, too, is the same as in 1946, $8 a week. 1947 also finds Mildred Anderson as determined to marry him as ever, and her mother, Dennis's landlady, just as sick to her stomach at the thought. And now as we join Dennis and Mildred at the Anderson, we find them looking to the new year with great high hopes, even as you and I. Gee, 1947. Maybe it'll be our year, Dennis. Maybe we'll even be married before it's over. Yeah, with a home of our own. Yes. <laughs> and then maybe someday, later on, who knows, we may find a visitor dropping in on Oh, no, once I get away from your mother, I want to stay away. <laughs> I didn't mean my mother, Dennis. I meant someone much smaller and well, cuter and prettier. Your father? <laughs> of course not. The visitor I mean would have tiny hands and feet and a lovely little pink face. Well, don't be silly. Only babies look like that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking about. Our visitor will be a baby. Really? Whose? <laughs> Ours, of course. Mildred, please, remember that I'm mixed company. Yeah, but it's kind of nerve-wracking when it's ordered so far in advance. Well, it wouldn't be so far in advance if you'd only demand a decent salary for Mr. Willoughby at the drugstore. Oh, who needs that old job anyway? One of these days, we'll be on Easy Street with the invention I'm working on now. Oh, Dennis, no, not another invention. What is it this time? Well, as you know, there's a terrific crime wave sweeping the nation. So I asked myself a question. Who causes most of the crime in this country? And pretty soon I thought of the answer. Who? Criminals. <laughs> well, that seems reasonable So I set to work on a burglar alarm that would really do something about the criminal Most alarms just ring a bell, you know But not yours Oh, no, you set mine up in your closet When the criminal opens the closet door, a pair of steel hands come out of the wall and grab him by the throat While a bear trap snaps on his leg At the same time, a club begins hitting him over the head and two wires shoot 400 bolts into him Oh, oh my goodness Yeah, a thing like that could annoy even the most hardened criminal <laughs> Are you sure it'll work? Oh, absolutely. You see, I've been experimenting with it. I've got one all set up oh, in the... Oh, Oh, in the living room, Mother. Mildred, do you know where we can rent a car for a week? I've just got to have one right away. Oh, what for, Mother? The most wonderful things happened. My Ladies' Aid Society's been negotiating with the Baron von Engel for months. And he just wired he's coming to Weaverville on his lecture tour. Boy, that's marvelous. You sure are mu lucky, Mrs. Anderson. Who's he? What? <laughs> the most famous explorer in the world. He's just returned from a big game hunt in Africa. Gee. He's lived under the most primitive conditions, slept in places no other human being would sleep in. Why don't you give him my room? <laughs> He'll have the best room in this house, our guest bedroom. After all, he's a member of the Austrian nobility. Wait, Mrs. Anderson, the guest bedroom Please, is... Please, Dennis. Mildred, I want you to go over to Middletown and hire a car for the Baron's disposal, then meet his train with it at 2.30. All right, Mother. Uh, here's $50. That should cover the rental and deposit. And don't come back without a car under any circumstances. Oh, golly, this is awful, Dennis. We combed Middletown for hours. There isn't a car for rent in the whole city. I know. And your mother said not to come home without one. Gee, we 
Hey, wait. What? Look, that sign across the street. Where? There. Maybe we can buy a car. See what it says? Come in and save a fortune on a used car. Buy from the hysterical Hibernian. <laughs> oh, but Dennis, we only have $50. I know, but I read in the paper that price, prices have collapsed lately. For instance, butter is down to where an ordinary movie star can afford it. <laughs> well, we can try anyway. We've just got to get that car. Come on. Ah, good day, friends. I'm the hysterical Hibernian. Can I help you? Well, we'd like to buy a car. That is, if we can be sure you're a really legitimate used car dealer. I assure you that I am. Have you got your license from the city and your certificate of insanity and everything? <laughs> you betcha. And now's the time to buy, folks, because prices are down to nothing. Now, here, I'll show you what's on the lot. There we are. Gee, that's a nice little jalopy right here in front. How much is that? $4,000. $4,000? Yes, plus another thousand or so for extras. You know, like the motors. <laughs> well, you see, we didn't really want to spend too much money. What's the price on that windshield over there? I can't read it from here. That's $500. And let me tell you, that windshield's a steal for only $500. <laughs> That's all you get is the windshield? My dear sir, you didn't expect anything attached to it for that kind of money, did you? Yes, sir. I guess I lost my head. Mm. <laughs> Mister, we want to look at something very, very reasonable. Well, have a pretty good thing right over here for $800. it will completely eliminate your gasoline problem. What do you mean? It won't run. <laughs> well, what good is a car that won't run? Well, no good unless you're looking for a place to live. Look, mister, we're wasting time. All we want to spend is $50. How much? $50. Now, what can we get for that? Well, if you'll crawl up on that grease rack, I'll change your oil. <laughs> got a car for $50. Let's buy someplace else. And, and, and just a minute, lady. I think I may have something for you at that. Now, come along here. This way? Uh -huh, just keep following me. Past this junkyard? This isn't the junkyard. It's the car. Oh, Mr. I've never seen a car like this one before. Me either. Say, mister, is it a new model? How old are you, kid? 22. Yeah, it's a new model. Gosh, it must be. So they're building them now with a smokestack in the back, huh? <laughs> That saves you gas and oil. When you run out of fuel, you just throw another log on the fire. Well, it's the only $50 car on the lot, Dennis. And besides, it's nearly 2 o'clock, and we've got to meet the Baron's train. Okay. Sold, mister. Give him the money, Mildred. Thank you. Now, that'll be $52 with carrying charges. Carrying charges? Yes. I'll carry it out to the street for you. After that, you're on your own. Bye. <laughs> And now, before we continue our story, here's our young hero, Dennis Day, singing, I'll Never Love Again. I'll never love again If you forget me My heart won't let me Someone new I'll never dream again How could I go on dreaming If each dream that remained Would have suddenly fade In the blue I'll never thrill again 
to someone here. For what good would it do if you I live? My heart is yours alone. So be careful, don't break it. For if you ever could, darling, I Well, the famous explorer, Baron von Engel, is arriving in Weaverville on his lecture tour. Dennis and Mildred have bought what might charitably be called a car in which to take him from the depot to the Anderson house. We find him now at the station. Oh, that must be he, Dennis. The tall, distinguished-looking man with the tan coming toward us. Yeah. How do you do, sir? Are you the Baron von Engel? Yeah, that is I. You've come from Mrs. Anderson? Yes, sir. We're here to meet you and walk to the house with you. It's only six miles away. Six miles? I was told there would be a car. Why can't we walk to that? We can if you like, but that's seven miles away. <laughs> what? Oh, well, you see, we had a little bad luck with it. Yeah, we were going along swell until we ran into a little difficulty. Then we decided not to drive it any further. What happened? The motor fell out. <laughs> But this is ridiculous. Can't I get a taxi? Oh, I'm afraid there aren't any taxis here. You see, Weaverville's kind of a one-horse town. All right, then. Bring me the horse. <laughs> no, really, I oh, don't... Come on, Baron. We can make it. Here, I'll take your luggage. Well, here we are, Baron. I told you we could make it. Ah, six miles. I am ausgeworfen. Ich muss downline. Oh, we'll have you fixed up in a moment, Baron. Oh, here's Mother now. Oh, my dear, dear Baron. I'm so delighted to see you. Did you have a pleasant trip? I would like to lie down, please. <laughs> my feet hurt up to my neck. <laughs> Your feet? But the car. What happened to it, Dennis? The motor fell out. I figured the car wouldn't run nearly as well without it, so we walked. Someday, Dennis Hay, I'm going to murder you in cold blood. No, please. First, I would like to lie down. <laughs> oh, of course, Baron. I'm terribly sorry. Our guest bedroom is right through here. Mrs. Anderson, wait. The guest bedroom is... Oh, all... quiet. <laughs> there you are, Baron. I do hope you'll have a good rest. Thank you. I put my things right in this closet. No, wait. Okay. <laughs> My throat, my... What happened? You got caught in my burglar alarm. It works well, huh? Oh, oh Baron, are you all right? So, this is the welcome to Weaverville, is it? I am leaving this place now and forever. Oh, Baron, I think... You will never see what is left of me. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, Mother. 
one in our lady's aid society knew. He was supposed to take tea at the president's house this afternoon. Oh, I see. Oh, I'll be cashiered from the society. They'll ask me to turn in my knitting needle. <laughs> oh, Dennis, I have an idea. Come on. We've got to beat the Baron down to the railroad station. Mildred, what are you... Never mind. Come on. <laughs> Mildred, I don't understand. First you tell Mr. Stewart to go out and have some coffee, and then you put me in his place behind the ticket window. Look, Dennis, the New York train pulls out in a few minutes. The Baron has to buy a ticket from you, doesn't he? Well, you just delay him here at the window till the train is gone. But, Mildred... Oh, and as long as he's stuck in town anyway, he'll probably go to the ladies' aid tea and forget all about your burglar alarm, see? Gee, Mildred, you have the prettiest brains of any girl I ever met. <laughs> Thank you. Now, just keep that eye shade pulled down. The Baron will never recognize you. But won't he know my voice? Well, disguise it. Do your imitation of that old character on the Fred Allen program. Oh, you mean, somebody will say, somebody will knock. <laughs> no, no, not that one. Oh, I know. No, you were expecting maybe Xavier Kogel. <laughs> no, the old man, Dennis. Oh, yeah, I know who you mean. Titus Moody. That's right. Now, oh, oh, my goodness, here comes the Baron. I'll duck out of sight. Now, remember, swallow him as long as you can. Okay. Here, you, dig a fellow. Howdy, Bob. <laughs> Give me a ticket to New York, quickly. You didn't say howdy, Bob. Can't wait on no one unless they're civil, you know. Very well. Howdy. Howdy, Bob. All right. Now, how about my ticket? You didn't ask after my folks, Bob. You should do that, you know. All right. How are your folks? They're all dead, Bob. <laughs> That's too bad. Now, give me my ticket. Sure thing. Now, um, where was you aiming to go again, son? New York. Uh, which New York do you want to go to? New York. New York. Steady, bub. Stop stuttering and tell me where you want to go. <laughs> I told you, Dumkoff. I thought you said New York. I did, you fool. Uh, 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 ain't nice to call a fella a fool, you know. You better apologize. All right. I apologize. Oh, that's okay, Bob. No apology was necessary. <laughs> oh, please, give me my ticket, will you? What? Good heavens, didn't you hear that? Someone just said board, board. Don't do it, Bob. Own a house of your own. Now, my experience has been with you, Bob. I'll get on the train without a ticket. Wait, wait, wait. Bob, Bob, come back here. Come back. Come back. And then he jumped on the train, and that's the last I saw of him. Oh, good golly. And the president of the ladies' aid expects him to see. Now we are sunk. Yeah. She won't even believe your mother got him. After all, she's never seen him, and she's I don't... never seen him. That's it. I said something? <laughs> of course. Thank goodness. What did I say? You said she's never seen him. So you can be the baron yourself. Me? Sure. I'll pick you up with a beard and mustache, and you can go right over to the president's house. Oh, I couldn't, Mildred. I'd be frightened to death. Well, it's either that or go home and face my mother. Okay, I'll be the Baron. <laughs> I guess being frightened to death is cleaner and quicker than the way your mother would do it. 